Welcome to Chaotic Harmony. My name is John. This is Crystal. I'm Mark. We talk about the joys and the challenges of teaching music in the elementary school classroom. We share inspiration. We share struggles. We brainstorm solutions. We would love to have you join us. Welcome, welcome. It's great to be back, guys. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been in like, what? 12 months, 12 years in like this quarantine situation. 12 decades. 12 decades, something along the lines. So mm-hmm. at least in Chula I think Vista. It's lucky 13 now. Lucky 13. Yeah. Oof, oof in a basket. Oof. <laughs> well, I mean, it was the 13th that it was all like, That's true. done. That's true. Yes, March 13th. I so remember like, that. Are we still okay with that? Anyway. <laughs> that all said, good morning. <laughs> and so we've been in, uh, at least in Chula Vista, we've been teaching distance learning since. Schools have closed back in uh, March thirteenth, twenty twenty. Yes. Um, and next school year, we're likely to be coming back. Our right now, San Diego is going into the orange zone, which is our metric of seeing how safe things are. And that all said, I want to pause it to you guys as we slowly think about going back to in-person learning. What do you guys anticipate for this school year? Sit spots. <laughs> I mean, because there's <laughs> not what you were expecting. I mean, you're not wrong. Because <laughs> I, I, as I process this, I think about this because I think about not just the fact, oh, we're going back in person. Mm-hmm. We get hit just like how we used to. That's not going to be the case right. because a lot of these students, even though right now at Chula Vista, there's a high, we're doing hybrid learning. So some of them are in person. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't teach them in person, um, but some of them are still are slowly going back to the school sites. I, f- I feel like the majority is about fifty percent. Is that yeah. kind of at your school? About that's 50, about yeah. right. I that's think about we right. Fifty three, forty seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wanted to go back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But that all said, when they come into the music room, we can't hit it off just like oh, it's the new school year. Um, let's go pull out our recorders or let's pull out our scarves or such and do what yeah. we did before. How do you anticipate this one's going to be different? I think we're still for sure going to have some distancing and some disinfecting to do mm-hmm. at least mm-hmm. in the fall. That's yeah, that is that's my right. yeah. That's my feeling. I think we're going to be with um, some measure of like safety protocols for a while, okay. masks and what have you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I agree. I don't think we get to go back and do uh do our classrooms like we did pre mm-hmm. pre COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what that exactly looks like. Yeah, how are you going to fit it? <laughs> Great question. <laughs> um, I think just immediately thinking like as we as we kind of discuss like, well, what do we think? Instruments or will be dis- like there will be certain classes use certain instruments, mm-hmm. and I think for me it'll be like it'll be off days, so there is time to disinfect sure. between. And so like this bucket or whatever the red boxes are these two classes, but they use them on separate days, and so like there's plenty of time to disinfect. I think that is, and then also lots of movement, mm-hmm. lots of movement. Mm-hmm. Lots and body percussion. Yeah. Body percussion as well. Yeah. 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 And I'm still, we're still kind of waiting to hear what even singing will look like because there's a lot of debate surrounding sure. yeah. that. I'm really hoping that they'll listen to the science and let us sing if we have masks on. Yeah. But I don't know. Um, yeah. I'm kind of thinking that I'll, uh, so this year I went to individual music kits that I sent home okay. um, in the second half of the year and that proved effective. So I think I'm going to do that too. And I'll, I'll want to do drumming and xylophones and stuff. So I'm kind of thinking the same thing too, but I'm, I'm picturing, I have these long counters in my room because it used to be like a computer bank against the wall. So I'm just thinking I'm going to assembly line it, like mm. have the hand sanitizer and then get your stuff and go to your spot. When you come hmm. in, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Do you think 
having like a station set up mm-hmm. and just having instruments already like kind of set up and because I, I I store all my instruments I mm-hmm. like we I have bookshelves mm-hmm. and they all go like my xylophones and whatnot but like maybe rearranging the room like a part of the room like it just the mm-hmm. xylophones are already there like you don't yeah. move them you don't do anything because oh, okay. then that also cuts down on how many people are moving the xylophones and touching I, I don't mm-hmm. know if that really makes any sense that does make sense yeah the only issue the thing I, I like that idea a lot the only issue is that the setup time is yeah. gonna be and uh, we need more setup time uh, yeah. in order for that to occur because yeah. I don't know about your schedules I'm sure it's also scheduling is gonna shift as well mm-hmm. but at least for my schedule I don't teach necessarily the same grade level the next class over I oh. might teach oh, yeah. first grade then fifth grade then kinder then well so. the, the way we, we've done it mm-hmm. and again it we're speculating into something that we're not allowed to be a part of the decision-making process. Right. And so it's yeah. like, yes, we got to be flexible and figure it out once we're told, mm-hmm. hey, this is kind of what it's going to look like. But just like we would do our collab, and I think you also did this, yes. Crystal, you would. So you'll have two classes of the same grade mm-hmm. and then a different grade completely. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fun. So I think more than anything what i'm we'll fi- we'll figure out the nuts and bolts like we, we just will whatever yeah. whatever they throw at us we'll come up with something mm-hmm. and i'm sure we'll uh, text a lot and we'll figure out what each <laughs> other is doing the first couple yes. of weeks but what i'm more concerned about is just the kids um adjusting again to mm-hmm. yet another routine because it took years to build trust right and right. now they haven't been in music class in person for so long and you know we talked in our last episode about um, how we practice, you know, a safe place to fail and, um, and trying things out. Mm-hmm. And so I'm kind of going into this, like we've had a year of them on these educational software programs as the bulk of what right. they're doing for school, um, that have right answers and wrong answers and not very much room for that creativity and yes. flexibility. So, um, that's going to be a whole curve. Yeah. yeah. Um, actually, that's pivoting to my next point. I'm oh, like, sorry. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> great segue. Like, yeah, nice. these are great. <laughs> these are great steps and points. But mm-hmm. how do you think the word, the word curriculum is the only word that comes to mind? That's not what I'm looking for. I'm not so much looking for like overarching standards. But how are you going to address the fact that these students have been gone for so long? Are you going to teach things differently? Is that not so much in like the spacing or the instrumentation? But is your content going to shift? Just My content never uh, stays the same. Yeah, I think it's something that is a, it's we Yeah, I think it's a living thing mm-hmm. that needs to constantly be looked at and assessed and see where you are with the students. Yeah. And when we have a curriculum and we are so attached to the curriculum and the curriculum drives everything mm-hmm. rather than where our students are, we get in a lot of trouble. Sure. Mm-hmm. But I think that also the the concepts in music like we can we can hit so much all at once without really telling the kids that we're doing all the things you know like you can touch form you can touch improvisation you can do all this and like you can you can do all that in the context of play where the kids are doing the the curriculum you know quote mm-hmm. unquote without realizing that they're doing the curriculum mm-hmm. and so yes the yes it's going to change yes it's going to look different i anticipate probably more outside than we've ever been maybe right. some more circle games um and things of that nature so to answer your question, yeah, I think the curriculum would, but also like if we have to go back in what we initially thought, well, I think by the end of second grade, we should be able to do this. If our third graders, when we start, aren't there, mm-hmm. it's okay to slow down. It's okay to be like, okay, well, they, they have these skills. Mm-hmm. So let's build upon these skills. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm trying to reimagine... Um, 
how I can get them working in groups and things, even though we're going to have to be apart and uh, bounce ideas off each other. So I'm looking at um, something that's been really cool that's happened at Finney um, since we've been gone is one of the parents took over our garden project cool. and it went from this brown piece of dirt um, <laughs> that to this gorgeous uh, space with raised beds and oh, colorful cool. pathways and things are blooming and they're growing vegetables and it's really amazing. And I came across this park that's near where my parents live that's all outdoor musical instruments, but they sound like orf instruments. They're cool. really beautiful. Cool. Um, they're super expensive. So I'm trying to seek out grants, but sure. I'm thinking mm-hmm. if I can do that, not only would that be a good answer to um, the need to move class outside for a while, um, and distance, but then it's something to like actually put stakes in the ground, be like music was here, mm-hmm. um, and make it a permanent fixture. Because my art teacher and I are always joking that they're going to have to jackhammer art and music out of the school if they ever try to cut it again. <laughs> yeah. So then they'd actually have to dig up concrete. There we go. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think uh, just kind of using, uh, keeping those muscles that we've developed up um, over the year of how do we continue to advocate for music and mm-hmm. do our jobs, mm-hmm. that's going to be huge. I don't have the answer for performances yet. Uh, That's kind of also what I keep thinking about. Like, how are we going to handle crowds? Um, informances in the large spaces. Oh, that's a good idea. Okay. Um, I've been yeah. kind of mulling this idea around mm-hmm. um, in my mind because I've been thinking about that same thing of like, yeah. okay. But then also my mind was like, how do I involve classroom teachers? Mm-hmm. So if we do like, I don't know, we have one one a month, one class a month or whatever. One every other, I don't, I don't know yet, don't have logistics. But you set up your space in the auditorium or outside if you are able to or wherever you have a large space where everyone feels comfortable. Mm-hmm. And you run through a 30-minute, 40-minute process yep. of ORF. And you mm-hmm. do the things with the parents. You do the things with the kids. Mm-hmm. I think that that would kind of quench that desire for a quote-unquote performance but then at that point, you're also you're looking at advocacy. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're getting the parents involved. Yep. You're mm-hmm. getting the classroom teachers involved, and mm-hmm. you're having fun. Right. And so, not necessarily thinking like, okay, well, I need to have my winter showcase that's going to have 150 parents there, and da 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 da. Like, no, we're we're not going to do that this year. But we're, we'll have a winter. We'll have an informants. Here's your class's time when we get to do that. Make sure if you need to take off work, like you're able to, like we can work with you and try to help. Yeah. And then also. Do 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 what we do. Yeah, I think that that is going to be something that I'm going to explore in my class, or at my school, and just try to maybe just build that into. Well, this is what we're doing now that we're back, because mm-hmm. I think we have that fresh slate. Yeah, of if we want to change something, oh well, it's new. Mm-hmm. Here we go. This it is, is what we do now. It's a nice opportunity if you think yeah. about it that to way. Start fresh. Yeah. 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 What wasn't working? This is a great disruptor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we kind of talked about like a lot of great ideas that are spinning out, but like if you're to focus on just one skill and just hone in on that, what would it be like thinking specifically since we have these strict guidelines, like for example, like what would you do with movement? Like what, yeah. So label one skill and how would you work with the parameters that we have at the moment? I feel like I want to work on the whole risk taking and being creative and improvising piece of what we do. So I'm going to be, um, trying to focus all of my activities on come up with one idea now come up with another idea Mm -hmm. i need you to come up with five you know shapes that look strong that say strong to you and you know now make five shapes that look um 
I don't know. Like <laughs> suddenly, I can't think of any movement words. <laughs> like wiggle. There wiggle, you go. There wiggle. Are. Wiggle in five different ways. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, because that that took the longest to build in my kids mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. who had never had music before sure. uh, which was all of them when I first came <laughs> it took years for them to not do Fortnite dances uh, when I asked them to come up with creative movement ideas because well, Fortnite's not cool anymore yeah, I know, that's true. <laughs> so, so we should that do all true. the Fortnite dances <laughs> Yeah, well, that's how you kill a trend. There we go. Teachers do it. That's right. And they do that's it better than That's our first skill we're doing it. <laughs> Everybody floss. Everybody floss. <laughs> Mr. Sullivan, stop. <laughs> Dabacopter. <laughs> Best thing is I still have footage of my kids dabacopting. Nice. As a, as, but they were like little kids. Uh-huh. Now if I show it to them, like as sixth graders, like they're, I'm sure I'll just like cringe them out. Uh, awesome. Mr. Sullivan. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I think that those are really great skills. And I also mm-hmm. love like... And focusing more into like the Laban movements and stuff, mm-hmm. then you can really kind of dive into vocabulary. And mm-hmm. now maybe we're forced to spend more time in that realm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and not just kind of, here's a little piece of, here's a little piece of the lesson is we're going to do this. Okay, now we're going to move on to our next activity and go to something that we're really comfortable with, instruments or whatever it yeah. is. But maybe we have to like now explore vocabulary and explore how to put that in our bodies Mm -hmm. and then i think um when you had asked like another skill before even thinking about larger picture like you had mentioned crystal my first thing was like oh i can do a lot more solfege Mm -hmm. um we took a workshop with the wonderful dr david frigo dr Mm -hmm. yes um with dalcozy rhythmics and like just what he what he kind of taught us was just so good but I've never really put it in my classroom. And yeah. I didn't put it in my classroom because I wasn't comfortable, whatever, whatever lame reason I have, I had at the time. But now, I can. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm now, we're, we're more creative when we're forced to be in a box. Like, yes. when, when, like when we have very little, mm-hmm. we're forced to be creative. Mm-hmm. So now thinking of like, how can I utilize that? Okay, what if we can't sing? Well, we can sure hum. Yeah, mm-hmm. we can sure hum solfege, and we can sure hum and move and put that in our body. Yeah, yeah I think that we, I think we can get away with that. Mm-hmm. I, I like what you're saying the whole box element because like I feel like when we enter, when we slowly enter into back to in person learning, the mind goes back to oh, we're teaching, but the things are normal again, which mm-hmm. it's obviously not. Mm-hmm. And I think thinking about the parameters and placing boxes around us could be very helpful because one thing that frustrates me i don't know about you guys but there is so much to teach yes (laughs) there's not enough time yeah for sure especially when you only say once a week yes once a week 40 minutes and like and that's and i know i'm one of the privileged ones i know some people who see like a bunch of uh, different students like they have even less time Mm -hmm. but for me if i have these parameters I i can think just like what you mentioned mark like oh yeah Mm-hmm. cool okay so i can't do x y and z but i could focus on you joked at the very beginning sit spots <laughs> i mean actually having them locate where a spot is doing movement and staying on that spot mm-hmm. it may like my mind like if this was during regular learning um i would feel oh but they should be able to be they do more movement etc cetera, etc cetera. but no we have these parameters stick in your box <laughs> yeah and you yeah. can do some cool art doing that yeah, yeah. 
I remember um, Dr. David Frigo talking about um, how he taught spatial awareness to the little kids because that was one of my questions. I was like, how do you keep them from knocking into each other? I think, first of all, we I'm interested to see how aware the kids are mm. about staying away from each other now that mm. we have this extra layer of social distancing that sure. they've all been existing in. I don't know. Somebody who's been teaching in person, call us and tell us how it's going or At email CH us. Classroom. Yeah, yeah, tag <laughs> us on, on the socials. Tell us how that's going down for you. Are they still knocking into each other or not? Um, I imagine... Some are, but I, I just wonder. Um, and then at the beginning of the year, um, I remember talking to David Thaxton. Um, shout out. Hi, Dave. Um, and he teaches in Nevada. He was our level one teacher. He's a beautiful human. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they were tasked with teaching in person with social distancing right. and masks with no instruments and no singing. And so um, they were just like, what do we do? Uh, he marked his field for marching band drill, basically, and kind of um, did all these movement activities to keep the kids spaced out. And so I thought about that. What if we combine that with what we learned from Eurythmics and singing solfege and Mm -hmm. moving all at the same time, you Mm -hmm. know, from one dot to another? You start small. And then I remember how um, David Frigo said he put all the kindergartners in hula hoops. Mm-hmm. And it's like you stay in your hoop and first you dance in your hoop. And then you're allowed to put one foot out of your hoop. <laughs> A little tickle. I'm going to start yeah. buying stock in hula hoops. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, actually, yeah. that's good because like, I've always seen teachers go outside. And mm-hmm. going outside is great. But like, I, I've always thought, but I have this room. I had these instruments I could use and that wouldn't work outside. Transition time going outside versus inside. But yeah, I think because of these parameters, it would be good to have, be outside. I love oh, yeah. I love Dave Thackson's idea about marked spots as if it's a marching band um, yeah. troop. Yeah, do drill. Yeah? Yeah. Have them do push-ups. Absolutely. <laughs> Did you just do to something? Beat. Like, to, to beat. beat. <laughs> <laughs> Take a lap. Take a lap. There we go. I'm, I'm surprised. Like... I, I get why, but like, I'm surprised. Like, I don't want to say the word getaway. Getaway is the wrong word, but like, the, mixing the mixture of physical education mm-hmm. with marching band and like saying, okay, you just did something you weren't supposed to do. Do a lot. Do a marching band. I, like, I just do a push-up. It's like, I wish I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> we can. We just maybe can't say, go do it. We're like, okay, this is what we're doing now. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm, fair enough. <laughs> we oh, mentioned... Oh, no, that's fine. We mentioned... Um, yeah, two episodes ago, I believe it was. Sure. We talked about things we liked, things we didn't like, from asynchronous to synchronous learning, or not asynchronous, to online learning, to when we eventually transitioned to in-person. Mm-hmm. We said that we love that we're going to get rid of uh, kids with their microphone, with their cameras off. We love that. But I want to focus specifically, since we're talking about parameters, I want to put parameters on you guys. Um, what are some things that you feel like that you'd like to trans um, utilize from distance learning into this liminal space of, or even beyond of, uh, in-person learning, in-person learning. Yeah. yeah. Do you have something? I do. Get at it. Okay. Well, you were talking about getting all of your staff involved in projects and how that's mm. so important to school culture. And I've been so excited to see more teachers show up in like our virtual choir videos yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, those who would have hesitated to, to be involved in other ways before, um, it's it's easier for them, I think. And then they see how much fun it is. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of comments about that. Like, that was really cool that we all got to do that together. So I, I'm hoping that that'll be a thing that we keep doing, mm-hmm. you know, that we can keep making these collaborative videos now that we're all comfortable with the platforms. And yeah, yeah I definitely want to keep that up and do. It's just, I feel like it opens up access. It's like more mm-hmm. opportunity and it's a fun thing to share. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think 
being able to work with like async like having kids understand asynchronous work mm, definitely and understand that oh i can i can still do school when my teacher's not sitting in front of me i think is a really cool thing mm-hmm. um and so there are so many great uh videos and there there are so many great ways for kids to engage in active music making even without us you know mm-hmm. and so to be able to perhaps have a lesson or scaffold a lesson or have something where you introduce it in class you kind of begin to do the things but then like okay for next time you need to go and during this week check out this video i'll put all the assignments in teams because i believe it was also in the episode where we talked about now we're a little bit more comfortable with teams they're more comfortable with teams like we can now push that out to them and have them do the thing at home and then come back and report back and we can continue building upon that. Mm-hmm. Yes, you might not have 100% doing it just because let's be realistic, not every kid is going to do every assignment. Mm-hmm. I was sure. that kid with 45 missing assignments and like, why do I have an F in this class? That, that's just <laughs> past Mark made poor choices. Um, <laughs> origin stories here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, just to be able to have that kind of now flow in that that ability to like, okay, well, I can I can do music outside of music class, and that's mm. okay. Mm-hmm. I think is also a really huge advantage going moving forward. It's not just I like that, not just okay, but I think when we at least for me when I try to present that, it came across as homework, mm-hmm. yeah. and no one likes homework. That's true. I was a nerd. I didn't like homework. <laughs> no one likes. Homework. I clearly didn't either. <laughs> but yeah, presenting as asynchronous opportunities mm-hmm. or asynchronous work is a you know another. Mm-hmm. Dirty oh. word, wordy dirt is <laughs> Doctor Clemens used to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, that that would be a good like, giving kids opportunities that since we only see them once a week, yeah, creating content for them to work at home. That would be that would be good. Yeah, I like that one idea. Yeah. Um, for me personally, um, especially after we finished that collaborative concert, I was kind of I was kind of like on a a stress down but a like on a like a high as well I was like this is this this was great and something that i've been thinking about a lot is that advocacy is directly correlated with optics and how can i use visual media to com- uh, to connect with other people for both advocacy but also to connect with other programs out there we have a friend sasha up in um district is it oh my gosh san marcos san marcos again mm-hmm. yeah. hey sasha hey sasha <laughs> um and it would be great to have like the problem like we having a collaborative concert with her kids they would have to come all the way down here mm-hmm. now that's that's a bar- barrier right there but how can we use technology to create some sort of collaborative performance i don't want kids to record in front of their webcams at home because that's frustrating but how can we have some sort of way to connect with other music teachers out there because there are a lot of you guys out there Mm-hmm. And I'd love to not just build that up for the community element, but also for the advocacy element. Because I, mm-hmm. I know our district was very happy when they saw all those kids' faces. Oh, yeah. So, oh, my gosh. What if so we cool. had, like, another teacher, like a pen pal type thing, <gasps> where we collaborated with them on a certain thing, and then at the end we had, like, this final performance-esque thing that you worked on together. How fun could that be? That's a cool idea. That is cool. I mean, I'm not not even kidding. This was something I I wanted my first year, but I had no clue how to do it. Sure. And now that we've tried things out because we've all been siloed in our own homes, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's possible. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. We, like... 
Oh, I've yeah. talked about having a pen pal across the ocean before and mm. having that that was something that we were working on setting up before the pen the pandemic shut us down but we were going to um we were going to Skype with a class uh in a different country and they were going to perform for us and we were going to perform for them. That'd be cool. I know it'd be super rad, yeah. right? I know we got to get back on that. You know what? I am excited to be excited about my job again mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that just comes to where we get our source as teachers and not burning out is we are constantly on a trajectory upward to new things. You mm-hmm. have to be growing yes. and being cut off from the kids like this and having my job be reduced to what it's been reduced to has just sucked the life out of me. And I am so desperate to be in front of the kids again and yeah. watching the light bulbs go on and feeling you know, the energy from them. Yeah, I'm. that's what I want next year. That's what I anticipate next mm-hmm. year holding. Mm-hmm. Actually, let's pivot off that question. Okay. Well, not question. I, I'm, I'm not positing a question. You didn't have a question. Mm-hmm. We've talked about anticipations. Mm-hmm. We can go in the broad uh, in broad strokes. What is something you hope? One thing. One thing you hope from next year. Because next year, it's not going to be normal. But there can be some awesome things. So what's one thing you hope can come from next year? I hope that we'll be so happy to be together again that mm-hmm. maybe that'll... Maybe that'll propel the kids forward to to getting that group spirit mm. a little earlier. Sure, the opposite could happen, but my hope it my would hope. be that they're so excited to be together that we just try stuff. Sure, I think my hope is in what I said earlier. Of my hope is like when we go back, we can like honestly look at our classrooms and look at the things that we didn't love that we did, but we did because we were comfortable, mm-hmm. and weed that stuff out. Yeah, and 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 move forward with this hope of like this is what we do now mm-hmm. and it's good and it's different but like i know i had my ruts and i get stuck and like i don't know what to do we're gonna do one of the things that i am just i'm just gonna throw out there and i know it's successful i know like but really challenge ourselves to be innovative mm-hmm. uh within our within our classrooms mm. i think that's my hope i'm with you there mark um and like what you said really lashed onto me. I'm still thinking about it. Like the whole notion that this is our opportunity to burn the things that we or start fresh. Is what you mm-hmm. said, start fresh. Mm-hmm. And I know that I have kept traditions mainly because they're it's what we did last year, mm-hmm. and slowly innovate off of it. But mm-hmm. this is our this is a time that we can take away. We just start fresh. And so my hope for me is to really process what do I want out of my classroom and also and having and by doing that allowing kids to shine mm-hmm. boldly this year mm-hmm. yeah um, definitely I'm sorry uh, there's a, a second bit it's like I mentioned this the last episode but I think another hope is that I want to implement affirmation so that kids yeah. recognize and kids reckon you know, kids recognize that their voice really does matter yeah. absolutely completely in line with that Mm -hmm. i hope that and it's uh, saying the exact same thing you guys have been saying just in a different way i hope that i move forward more mindfully Mm -hmm. um not just with the things that i teach and the spirit that i bring to it but um just walk through my days more mindful more aware that you know we had no idea when we had just taught our last class before everything got shut down Mm -hmm. i had no idea when i said goodbye to those guys yeah that Mm -hmm. I would not see them. Some of them have moved. I won't ever see them again. I didn't know that it was goodbye. Yeah, Yeah, I think about that a lot. And it is the the time that we get our kids is 
so precious and it's not guaranteed that it'll happen again. So I just hope that, um, you know, we, we get frustrated and we're humans. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so I definitely have had my share of not wonderful human moments, but I hope that I hope that I can go in with more patience and more kindness and, um, more focus on what really matters. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that too. And I hope also that, um, because it's been a while, we kind of start starting to pick this up. But my hope is that this community that we have here, not just this table, but also out to you. I'm looking at the camera. Hey, you. <laughs> <laughs> my hope is that as we are, <laughs> okay, Mark, you want to go that direction? No, really, my hope is that like uh, we start spinning this out because I really have enjoyed, I, one thing I've enjoyed from this past two years is that we actually recently, I think it was a couple days ago, we hit our two-year anniversary is like crazy it was crazy but like, i've really enjoyed talking with you guys about really important um heavy uh, heavy important bright everything stuff music mm-hmm. related and i've also really enjoyed interacting with you guys across the interwebs and so um hopefully this community can grow more and more and that only happens if you can it's gonna sound cringy leave us a review <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's a thing, though, and it helps with the optics. It helps grow a community. So please, guys, do leave us a review on any podcast listening app you have, be it iTunes, be it Spotify, um, whatever you may have. For example, I have one from... Oh, my God. I, I asked. I, I pulled that person up before. From Daniel with a 7. D-A-N-7-I-E-L. Okay. Um, year 2 of teaching has just begun, and it's inspiring uh, hearing teachers doing the work and having so much to say that is relatable, understandable, and applicable. Round of the week. <laughs> I, I could hear that one. Is my favorite bit ever, and I'll be singing and utilizing those in um, my own classroom soon. It's great to hear from the more ORF teachers. At clinics, it's easy to feel these uh, ORF masters are a little hard to relate to because of their reputation and experience, but these teachers are sharing the joys and struggles. You have an ORF brother cheering you on. Yeah. Say, uh, sing, say, dance, play. Thank oh, you, Daniel is seven. Appreciate that. Yeah. Awesome. So kind. Uh, not just that, he was kind not just with his words, but also with his stars. Don't forget, five stars are the only <laughs> option. <laughs> also, guys, leave us uh, if you can um if you're following us on YouTube, please do subscribe. Um hitting the like also does help with the optics, helps with this community to grow. So if you're um yeah, if you're driving while watching this video, don't do that. But <laughs> you, you could, if you're doing that, go ahead and subscribe while doing it. You know, you know hands-free situation. I don't know. Either case. And also, if you have any cons, questions, or concerns, <laughs> like you, we want you to be safe. We want you to be safe. <laughs> Emails at chaoticarmicclassroom at gmail.com. We don't condone driving and watching a video. Oh, we don't. We don't. All right, back with Spicato after the break. I want to take a quick break and thank my husband, Brian, who's been working behind the scenes producing these episodes every week on all of the platforms and on time. But you need to know that he is first a financial planner for Mission Trails Financial. Mission Trails Financial is a partner that seeks to guide clients in the journey to financial success. They believe that people need a financial advisor that aims to provide strategies for success. Mission Trails Financial helps people navigate investments, tax planning, and insurance. Imagine working with an advisor who isn't tied to specific brands. Mission Trails Financial has a fiduciary responsibility to act in the best interests of their clients by providing independent, objective advice. Their mission is to help clients accomplish their financial goals. As Joe Vitale once said, a goal should scare you a little and excite you a lot. 
Do yourself a favor and set up a time to chat with Mission Trails Financial. Visit www.missiontrailsfinancial.com or call 619-419-0238 to schedule a call. You'll be glad you did. We believe that leaning on professionals is how we get ahead. Check out the program notes for more information. I did bring a spiccato. Oh, Ooh, good. Oh, how would you use a magazine? Magazine? In your oh. music room. I just do a National Geographic for those who are not watching. I mean, actually, if I can, I think we might actually del- delve into this bit I have in mind later on. But talking about the news is something that people often shy away from. I think it would be good to bring up news, um, especially if it directly affects our students. So pulling up an article, talk about it. Maybe sing a song afterwards. I don't know, but I think it's good that we we talk so much about the music room is often siloed away from things, mm-hmm. um, often for worse, and I think that's a place that I think we could do better as music educators. So how would you do that? So I would read an article. I'd read okay. it. Yeah, I would read the article. We'd talk a little about it, and then maybe sing a song based off of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, and just do a very focused. Yeah, and don't spend too much lesson. time, but just like doing a very focused like. Just do what Mark did. Just pull out a random magazine and just throw it down. All right. That's right. We're reading this, boys. <laughs> what are you going to do with it? I don't know how to read, Mr. Sullivan. <laughs> so I had two thoughts when you threw it on the table. The first one is last year, um, my art teacher and I, hi, Stacy, I love you. Um, we did this really cool uh, activity together where she taught about warm and cool colors and mm. I taught timbre and we put them together. So what instruments sound warmer or cooler? Mm. Um, so I was thinking, uh, she did collages to teach warm and cool colors. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking they could go through and they could clip and make collages and then we could make, um, what does your picture sound like in music class? Mm. That'd be kind of rad. Okay. Um, and then the other one was, I remember doing our newspaper dance with uh, Joshua Block. Yeah, that was really that's fun. so good. That was, that was really fun. Messy. It was way messy. It went on for mess. like twenty minutes, where we just all improvised and ripped paper and went around the room and made rhythms. It was amazing. Great. And I then read. We like read. We, the, we, we read we random read things. <laughs> Talking about a block of cheese in the middle of the woods. Like okay. That that would be like an Orf Club activity. You'd yep. have to have yeah. a pretty dedicated, yep. um, advanced set of kids to try something like that, or maybe find a way to put more structure behind it, like. Your job is to read clips. Your job is to rip in a in a steady pattern. Yeah. Speaking of clubs, that may be another hope. Having more. Yeah. Dedicated clubs would be fun. Yeah. Pull the kids who are really interested. Mm-hmm. The ones who do your asynchronous work. There we go. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. I I liked it. Um, we I was in an art uh, uh, arts integration PD because my school is heading towards trying to integrate the arts in everything, which I I love. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the clinician uh, is a is a guy by the name of Michelle Holt who works with a, a organization called Young Audiences up in the Bay Area. Which also side notes, they're lovely, but also I've really appreciated being able to learn from people who are not just directly in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Like we've been able to work with partners in LA and San Francisco and like all these other things. Like so, that's one one plus for all the distant stuff. For sure, not many, but that is one. Um, but she had us look through it, and she had said like. Well, don't look for images. Look for certain things. So I think I would try to use it in my in my music room by having the kids look for different textures, mm-hmm. and then having them look for different, like trying to do things where you're just looking for something different, and then using that to maybe compose. So um, you have these textures. Okay, what is this texture now? 
How does that texture sound to you? And you can, I mean, in the spirit of not using instruments, you can make that sound on your body. You can find a way to make that sound. And, like, allowing them to just really stretch how they actually interpret media and how they look at things and how, and try to, like, have them get to that conclusion of, why do I think that, you know, why do I think that sand sounds like this? Mm -hmm. I mean, it could. It might not. But why? Well, here's why. And so just trying to help stretch that mind and that that, that just critical thinking. I think that's how I'd use it. I like cool. that. It's cool. I like Good one. We had a lot of different ideas. I yeah. like this. Yeah. This is good. This is a good one. Boom. And John didn't use movement, so <laughs> that's a win there. <laughs> that's the first episode. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. Now we have a round of the week. Round of the week. This one is a little ambitious, guys, so we'll see how it goes. All right. Yes. Caldera, 1705, the greeting song. So I sing, you yep. sing, yeah, you we sing. all sing together. Well, we all sing together. Okay, first note, though. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> here to you. We're glad to have you with us here today. <laughs> and it already burned. Th- those words are not Try in the song, again. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Try it again. Welcome here to you. We're glad to have you with us here today. Welcome here to you. We're glad to have you with us here today. Welcome, here's to you. Welcome, here's to you. We're glad to have you with us here today. Welcome, we're glad to have you with us here today. One. Noise, noise. Must resolve. <laughs> oh, goodness. Thanks, guys, for being a part of this. Crystal, where can the peoples find you? You can find me all over Twitter, at Finny Vapa. You can, I'm easy to find on Facebook. It's my name. Um, <laughs> YouTube, Crystal Pridmore, crystalpridmore.com. Find me. Mm-hmm. I am on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, all under Mr. Keemer. Awesome. And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, at Mr. Seligman, M-R-S-E-L-I-G-M-A-N. Bonus points with the capital S doesn't matter and then you can also find us chaotic climate harmony at ch classroom on twitter instagram and also forgetting facebook but youtube's a bit different it's chaotic harmony classroom and you can always contact us at chaotic harmony classroom at gmail.com thank you guys so much for listening bye 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 The Chaotic Harmony Podcast is a joint project between Crystal Pridmore, Jonathan Seligman, and Mark Keemer. You can find us online at chaoticharmonyclassroom.com. You can email us at chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail and let us know what you think. Give us feedback about what you would like to hear in future episodes. We're on all the socials. Find us on facebook.com slash chaoticharmonyclassroom. You can find us on Twitter at chclassroom, Instagram at chaoticharmonyclassroom, and you can even find our episodes on YouTube, Chaotic Harmony is the name of our channel. Special thanks to Brian Pridmore for his help with production and equipment. www.pridmoria.com
Anyone else wants to be poked in the face or just contact me? This is not 2008 anymore, John. Did they take the poke feature out? What? <laughs> I'm so disappointed. John's whole world just came crashing down. It's kind of like when they closed AIM. That was like, oh my gosh. It's good. Bye, AIM. There we go. I poked you. Nick Saban. You found it? I found it. It's now associated with uh, Messenger instead of the main. Oh. It's National Raisins Day. What are your thoughts on this? And they send a gif. And so everyone's just saying, yay, you're yuck. And my response is like, what lobbyist had <laughs> 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 the audacity to make this a day? Gosh, it's like, is it, did Napa need a third pillar in their grape economy? <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, chocolate covered raisins is such a waste of a candy. There are other things you can cover in it's your chocolate. It's like uh-huh. wh- whop- whoopers? Whoppers. Whoppers. Yeah. I just, I don't like malt. Like, it's just, it, That's fair. It just it's, it's chalky. Yep. People like that. I don't. Somewhere. I don't know at what point we still think that Mark is capable of singing. You are capable you of singing. Are, are we, though? Yes. You know? Yeah. No. Hand yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Two against one. Majority rules. <sighs> and my vote counts twice because I'm the girl. Feeling podcasty. May delete later. Ooh, I'm going to put that as. <laughs> that's actually good. No, no, that's good. Gold. <laughs>